First things first, I need to talk about Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park's one of my favorite movies of all time. I remember the first time I saw it, I begged my dad to take me. I um, was definitely too young. He was like, you know, I'm worried about you having nightmares. I was like, I'll be fine. Of course, I had nightmares. He shouldn't have put it in my head. I would have been fine. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember seeing it, and it was very much a magical, like, transformative moment for me. I was like, gosh, this is just this magic on screen. It was, it was transported, man. The whole thing was where I felt like, you know, I was lower Dern in that joint. Like, it was that. <laughs> it was that real for me. And, you know, subsequent viewings throughout my life in different stages of my life, it's revealed more of itself to me, uh, just like anything. And I'm just a, a massive fan. And, and I would love to talk about maybe the sort of quote unquote uh, spiritual significance of Jurassic Park for me. But I actually want to talk about Jurassic World, the Jurassic World series. I. I think it's pretty well known that Jurassic Park 1 and 2 are, you know, pretty solid. 2, third act gets a little weird. But for the most part, they're films. Uh, 3 was a little weird. Uh, <laughs> we had to do some, some finagling to kind of make it even happen because of the world they had set up. But it's still like a movie. It, a film. It's something. <laughs> Jurassic World, all three of those films, feel like... Blockbusters that are trying to be movies. I know that sounds weird, but hear me out. This is how I'm kind of using these words. I feel like when Jurassic Park initially came out, it was a it was a movie, right? Spielberg, by and large, was instrumental in this idea of a quote unquote summer blockbuster. Jaws does crazy numbers. You know, people talk about that effect, the effect that that had on everything, but I think we forget that these films end up doing really well because they're just good. They're good movies. They're solid movies. And I think what happens over time, and Spielberg did other stuff and whatever, but I think um, when the sort of spectacle of it all becomes the forefront, when it's all about the you know opening weekend, the big budget, the big effects, the big this, bigger, 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 Something else sort of started to change. And this was kind of, I would say, honestly, during, but like mostly sort of after Jurassic Park, after the sort of um, prevalence of more sort of computer generated effects, which Jurassic Park was a, a pioneer of. Uh, I think things started to get really out of hand. I think Transformers era, <laughs> right? I think, uh, rot, not Rotten Tomatoes, the, um, the Screen Junkies guys have a really good parody of the sky beam of like the 2010s like every movie ends with a fucking sky beam that destroys the city or something it just got so out of hand but the idea of a a blockbuster that's trying to be a movie is like we started making blockbusters we started making films for the specific purpose of being a blockbuster uh you gotta recoup this budget it's gotta get bigger there has to be more this more that more explosions more whatever And I feel like, in an interesting way, (laughs) Jurassic World is kind of the inevitable Frankenstein meta weird piece of shit child of 
the blockbuster. Like it's gone so far that it's almost looking back on itself in the sense that it's the whole sort of plot of Jurassic World 1 initially and kind of the theme that ends up carrying the series is this idea of it being to us being past the sort of point where the idea of dinosaurs surprises us the blockbuster quote unquote surprises us that's the sort of parallel that I'm, I'm drawing here the idea that um, we could be sort of surprised by anything, so they got to go bigger. It's always this sort of topping of oneself again and again and again. But the issue there is that we start kind of losing the heart. Each each film feels less and less grounded because we're more concerned about moving from set piece to set piece than the sort of evolution of the characters. That's really something that you know, it's really distinct, specifically when we talk about this first film, second film, and probably one of the reasons why by the third film in the Jurassic World franchise, they had to pretty much just revisit and bring back these old characters because the ones they had created for Jurassic World were so unmemorable. They were so empty of sort of any kind of relatable, striking, honest, sort of character development it they took a back seat to the idea of the spectacle and for me a movie is character right a movie i mean plot's useful right the plot is 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 great but you're coming back you forgive uh visual effects that aren't necessarily awesome because you care about the characters Right, you watch some of these old movies, you're like, man, like, does that hold up or do I just give a shit? Like your mind will sort of forgive certain things when it's not about just the spectacle, right? When it's when the, the experience is grounded and you relate to those characters, you're you're in it with them. You're really rooting for them. And you don't really experience that in the Jurassic World franchise. And I think that's largely because so much of the film is catered around this idea of a blockbuster and it's this mega like 200 million joint like put all the the money and like the plot of it is literally <laughs> we have to sort of create this franken dinosaur they keep making them i think there's a, a new franken dinosaur in all three honestly uh, <laughs> or at least they just the dinosaurs get bigger but they keep having to make these kind of franken dinosaurs to scare people again, to get them to come in, to get them to tune in to the park that they've created, which it you know feels oddly familiar to the 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 film, right? To the experience of going to see a Jurassic Park movie, we're gonna go, oh, you know, we've already seen the T Rex. What's what's better than a T Rex? I got it, Indominus Rex. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're gonna mix like a Velociraptor, and and it's just like, whoa. Let's pump the brakes. Like, what what story are we telling? Not what what what's the plot? What's the story we're telling? And and who are we telling the story through? And so, Jurassic World ends up being the sort of floaty, hollow shell of itself, and it does numbers at the box office. I remember the first one had like ninety some percent on Rotten Tomatoes. People were like balls deep in it. I went and saw it. I've never trashed a film so hard in my life. I was like, I took this shit personally. I don't ever take movies like 
personally like that. I took Jurassic World one as an affront to me. Like they they sat out to just destroy me. It was I felt like one of them <laughs> like Marvel fanboys who takes the shit like way too serious. I was hot after I saw Jurassic World one. Super hot. And it was all the things that I was telling I, I just mentioned and more. It was just so empty. I was like, man, you can kill every single one of these people and I, I wouldn't care, which is another sort of frustrating aspect of these films is because it just it's a when everything's about kind of topping the next thing, the body count becomes a thing. We start talking about, oh, this person just died and this person, oh, it's fine. You know, people are supposed to die in these movies. And it's like that that kind of weird, janky expectation and carelessness about human life is also just didn't sit right with me. It's like the, the consequences of the actions don't really. Uh, it's just like, oh, well, there's another body. Did you see that one kill? It was crazy. That's all cinema for me. But specifically in the Jurassic World series, I was like, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> He's a people. And so that that film, I was like, man, this is <laughs> this is not it. This is not it. Um, and that was pretty much my experience for the majority of Jurassic World film. But something happened after I saw the third movie, which <laughs> is the worst or the best of the three. I can't decide. It kind of turned in on itself so much throughout all three of the Jurassic World films there's a ton of meta commentary on uh just the state of the blockbuster but like also just um references to Jurassic World Jurassic Park the first park oh man that first park was so good oh man do you remember this thing oh remember this line remember this and then finally by the third film it was almost all just a a rehashing shot for shot in places like literally the same sort of shot setups to evoke the original Jurassic Park film with the original cast in this quote unquote new setting that it became so meta I had this sort of psychological breaking point (laughs) where I was like wait is this actually dope as hell Is it like looking back out at us like, hey, this is what we've become sort of as a society. This is what we look like. Hear me out. It almost felt so cynical and so disingenuous that it seemed like a meta commentary on not only itself, but the state of film in general. Like uh, a commentary on spectacle, shout out to Nope, but a commentary on the fact that it, as long as they give us something to ooh and ah and gawk at, we're going to show up because they still made money, right? They still did really well. And I, it legitimately <laughs> blew my fucking mind because I was like, wait a second. I mean, Laura Dern, at one point, they're having like a catchphrase off and they're just like giving their old catchphrases. And it's so ridiculous. Like they're all trying to do it. Laura Dern's in there like just in there. And honestly, Laura Dern was the tipping point for me because I was like, maybe because I love Laura Dern. Who doesn't? And I 
was like, man, she she really came in here for this check. By this point, we're all jaded. We're like, uh, but she really came and got this check. And as an actor, also, I will never judge another actor for getting no check. Like, cause come on, <laughs> this industry is ridiculous. Go get that money if they're gonna pay you for it. But I just remember being like, God, I can't believe she did this. And th- and then so sort of in my delusion of Laura Dern, I was like, wait, hold up. What if this movie's dope? Like, what if this is dope? And it was something I kind of played with after I saw the first Jurassic World. I was like, man, it's almost like it's a, a sort of commentary on itself. Because I was like, wait, like this is, <laughs> it's so bad. Like, there's no way they don't know this. And in that sense, I was like, these are kind of genius films from a certain perspective them almost telling you hey we not gonna do like the first one you maybe didn't know but the second one second one was interesting they had all the marketing behind it It was like oh guys we got practical effects that was the thing that is gonna fix this franchise we use so many practical effects look it's it's super real now so hmm, and i was like what are we doing they almost got me honestly i went and saw it though fool me twice uh same same issues the same stuff same weird plot the plot has to become kind of a weird soap opera to keep up with the fact that you don't care about the characters so the plot needs to go all over the place so that you feel something so that you care about something and you know it can just be really simple and small that being said it also feels like a commentary on how we do things we'll sort of focus on these little minute aspects of the thing and not really get to the heart of the matter when we try to fix things and i'm getting a bit more into the spiritual space now i suppose but on a society basis on a society-wide basis a lot of the time what we're focusing on is the aesthetic of something the outside um And we're missing the sort of meat underneath the situation, right? We want to fix the sort of outer layer and we're missing all the other stuff. And so uh, when it comes to creating the blockbuster, oh, I got to make it bigger. So I have to have more effects, more explosions, more this, more that, 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 right? We've misunderstood what made the original films great or film great in general when it comes to any of these blockbusters. The idea is that if I have more stuff, if it's bigger, if it's more bombastic, if there's a higher budget, if there's a prettier cast, whatever it is, um, better sets, better uh, CG, better practical effects, then then we're good. This should this should work. And as a society, we're constantly doing this to ourselves. We're trying to fix the sort of out, outer layer of how we are. We're really focused on form. It's kind of a, a function of our egoic programming. Thinking that we are what we think we are tends to focus on the materialistic aspects of things. A really sort of quick idea of what I'm trying to get at more precisely is we form our ego by adding meaning to the quote unquote forms around us, right? Through language. It's like, oh, not even just through language, but language is a big part. Uh, tree, sky, um, chair, whatever. All of the things that we add these sort of meanings to, uh, when we think that that's the totality of what that thing is, we lean into this sort of bias to say, okay, I know for certain that this is a cup, that's a tree, this is my arm, this is a body. 
And we forget that we kind of essentially made all these things up. We added all of the sort of meaning to these forms. And when we mistake all of these forms to be the meanings that we gave to them, we are inherently materialistic. We attach to the idea that we know what is certain or that any of these forms are certain. The form that uh, I love to use the example of is the form of a tree. When we attach to the certainty that a tree is a the, the, the limited form, the limited meaning that I'm giving it, the leaves, the uh, trunk, branches, bark, that's a very sort of materialistic or egoic understanding of the tree. It's a useful abstraction that cuts the world into useful pieces, but is it the fundamental truth of a tree? Absolutely not, right? It needs sunlight that is the tree it does not exist without it it needs the the, the ground the the soil underneath it does not exist without it it needs the life in the soil right the the animals the plants the freaking uh bugs whatever it that is also the tree it does not exist in a vacuum it doesn't just pop up in the middle of space so egoically materialistically speaking the tree is this abstraction fundamentally truthfully speaking it is of course not and when we try to fix ourselves or create change in our lives only attending to the materialistic egoic idea that we have of a tree we forget that it's everything else we don't see the fuller picture and that's largely how we've tried to fix everything in our society again and again and again and again Oh, I'm just going to, it's all separate. I'm just going to kind of fix the outsides of things. Uh, th the big burst in like, quote unquote, mental health has gone, oh, you know, physical health, but like the mental health has got to change. And no, it's one thing. We've, at we've attached to the sort of materialistic idea of the physicality being separate from this, but it's, of course, it's not separate any more than a tree is separate from the sun. Any more than you are separate from the sun. And when you are moving through life with a, a, a better sort of understanding of this inherent interconnectedness, you don't become so sort of lopsided in your expression. I'm only going to work on the literal material aspects that I can see. I'm only going to work on the quote unquote outsides of things, the, per the easily perceived things, the explosions, the CG right the uh, the set pieces the whatever the plot being crazy and i'm going to allow myself to kind of remember to deal with the internal spaces underneath what story are we telling there's more to this than just the sort of outsides of things and in that regard i think jurassic park is a great commentary on the experience of thinking that only dealing with our sort of egoic or trying to sort of change the egoic aspects of things um, is going to be the, the only way that we can move forward. Because while it may seem great at time, right, Jurassic World 1 did numbers, I think when you spend a bit more time in it, it, became, it becomes hollow. It got to the point where people are like super cynical, like, oh, man, you know what you're getting when you go to this movie. And it's like... <laughs> Right. It feels good at first. Oh, man, I'm going to work on myself like I'm going to do this. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we want to change the sort of 
Uh, I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to work out. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get, get in there. But when it's only sort of about achieving this sort of egoic idea of what you think you should look like or be like, and we don't actually deal with the underlying issues at hand, a lot of the time it falls short. We fall short. We can't hold on. It's empty. It's hollow. It's us trying to do a version of ourselves that we think will be better. But at the end of the day, it's deeply dissatisfying and incredibly ungrounded. We all have been in that situation where we've gotten a new piece of sort of spiritual, therapeutic or wellness information and tried to do it immediately by kind of jury rigging ourselves into what we think that would look like. And it being convincing at first, but eventually incredibly hollow incredibly empty to the point where you're just rehashing old shit and trying to present it as new, which is the sort of nature of our egoic functioning, bringing our past into our present and trying to present it as new. This is my personality. This is who I think I am. This is what I think this situation should be. This is how I think this person should behave. This is what I think this should mean. Instead of remaining open to the realization that you don't know anything for certain. Instead of allowing things to be what they are going to be in this moment. We ground ourselves in our presence as our presence. Life becomes fuller. Because now I'm not trying to do being present I just am and so in that regard I think Jurassic World shines a light on this phenomena better than anything because it's so completely on the other side of it it's so completely inside out and weird that it just finally is like hey this is what we're doing and and, and by and large we are sort of society wise kind of constantly trying to Jurassic World the situation a lot of the time we're just throwing stuff at this thing and I think the fact that they've kind of had a sliding decrease sliding scale sort of decrease in interest in fandom is not a mistake we're done with it and I think it's deeply hopeful that all of us can look back and go oh you know what Mm. It's not this. I don't like this. For me, it was the sort of penultimate cap. Jurassic World series is the sort of penultimate cap on this sort of phenomena. And I think Marvel's also feeling the pressure of this growing awareness. People are exhausted with plot. They're exhausted with things just constantly having to be sweeping and bigger and whatever it's like you you see people wanting to tell more intimate stories which is a sort of natural swing of a pendulum like it was inevitable but you can see audiences preferring to care about things when people you know top gun 2 came out this year and it's a very simple film it's a very simple film it could have been so it's it's a small film too it's very intimate 
for being a quote unquote summer blockbuster. But in that short amount of time, without relying on, you know, the whole goose narrative of his son being at, at Top Gun, without relying on that, they've created a, a space where you you care about these characters for the very short amount of time that you're with them. You know what they want. They didn't use a lot of CG, uh, mostly practical effects with the planes. And you would think that that would be like, oh, you know, they, they, they did do the marketing hype on that. But it never felt performative. It was just like Mr. Cruz <laughs> had a standard. He was like, this is what is going to be the best move. And so that's what we're going to do. It came from a deep you know, sense of care, of dedication. It wasn't just this, this cash grab. Because if he wanted a, a Top Gun 2 cash grab, he could have went and made that uh, shitty, what was it, Jimmy Foxx movie he did after the uh, after the Oscar. <laughs> he could have made one of them joints, just put it together, hopped in a plane, threw some whatever out there, and just took the check and ran. But he's trying to make a movie. He's, he's not trying to make a blockbuster. Of course, he got to get his money back. That's important to him. Right? But stories first. Stories first character first inside out the outside will take care of itself and I think that that's a good reminder for all of us this isn't an ignorance of our outside right it's not an ignorance of aesthetic it's not an ignorance of change on the outside. It's just a reminder that that's not the only thing. That if we neglect what's underneath, then it's hollow. We're a cake made of icing. And so, <laughs> Jurassic World is both the worst film I've ever seen and possibly one of the best film series I've ever seen. <laughs> Because I think it shines a light on just how empty that experience is when it's not grounded in the heart. I saw the a clip of Ethan Hawke talking about, you know, how he doesn't think there are like bad movies or whatever. And I, I agreed with the sentiment, but he did say, they think there are movies that people put their whole hearts into. And there are movies that people don't. And I think that's a really powerful way to, to say that because when we are sort of grounded, I think the heart is the sort of fulcrum of the above and the below without getting too <laughs> metaphysical in it. And so... I think there are films people put their whole heart into films that people don't. And I'm not self-righteous about it. You know, I don't think there's a right way or a wrong way to make it or whatever. But I do think that uh, Jurassic World is. Does shine a light on this thing in a very sort of unique way. So. (laughs) Hi, I'm motivational speaker. (laughs) Thank you for rocking with me. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. Know yourself.